0: This is the Food Factor Podcast, the show that talks about the connection between your health and what you eat or don't eat. I'm your host, Stephanie Mahachek, clinical nutritionist, health coach, science nerd, perma student, and mother of four. I love dogs, babies, and most of all, talking about all things health, wellness, and the weirdness of the human body. Thank you for being here. Welcome back to another week or another episode of the Food Factor podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Mahachek. I am so glad that you clicked play today. Hopefully we are going for a walk or doing something fun. I am excited that you are here and we have a super, super fun topic to talk about today. It was something that has just kind of been a part of what I do and in, in my training for so long that I kind of forgot that some people just aren't aware of the importance of it and they aren't aware that it even exists or why it's important. So what I am talking about today is a nutrition-focused physical exam. Now, that may sound a little scary, but I promise you it's not. It's really cool, and it can tell you a ton. It's actually a really helpful tool that, in my opinion, is horribly underutilized, and it's so simple once you know what you're looking for. So... This is something as a board certified clinical nutritionist, it was taught to us in our master's program. And I'm actually going deeper with it in my doctoral program, but some of the basics of it can easily be done at home by you. And that's what I want to touch on today. Now, before we get going on this, I want to point out that this exam is not diagnostic. I want to say that again, this is not a diagnosis tool. Nothing I do as a clinical nutritionist is diagnostic. Your doctor is the only person who can officially diagnose you with anything. But what I have found, though, is that an exam such as this is a big piece of the puzzle. I have had people bring findings from an exam to their doctor who then confirmed a diagnosis through additional testing. Our skin doesn't lie. Our body doesn't lie. We need to learn how to understand what the symptoms mean so that we can provide the right tools to our body to find the balance and heal the problem. So, let's pick one area. And I want to I want to back up and say that when you do a nutrition focused physical exam, when I do one of these, you start at the top and you work your weight down. So you look at everything, your skin, your hair, your face, your mouth, your tongue, your teeth, your gums. No, I'm not a dentist, but you know, you can see signs of, of issues nutritionally. Everything I am looking at is coming from a nutritional lens why some of the tissues, like we talked about last week, the tissues are made by cells and the cells need certain nutrients to function. When they don't get those certain nutrients, you can see it. It can show up in your tissues. So that is what I look for. I kind of, I go down the list from starting from head all the way to your toes and it can really, really show you a lot. So let's pick one area today. We could do obviously all of them, but that would be like a 10-hour podcast, and I'm really not here for that. You have things to do, so let's focus on just one area. So I'm going to pick your nails. You can tell a lot by the health of your nails. Nails show early signs of nutrient insufficiencies or even toxicity. On average, your nails grow about 0.1 to 0.12 millimeters per day. So that's actually kind of a quick cell growth if you think about it and we talked uh, last week again about the cells and what they need to be healthy. One of those things I just mentioned it is nutrients. So you can imagine that if you aren't getting the right amount of nutrients for the cells to multiply in this case multiply into a fingernail you can start to see discrepancies in the appearance and the strength of that particular nail. It happens relatively quickly. So Take a look at your fingernails right now. Have a little peek. Take a look. If you happen to have, you know, nail polish on them, you will obviously need to remove the polish to have a thorough look. So go ahead. We'll wait. I'm kidding. You don't. You can just always come back to this. But take a look at anything that's obvious to you right now. Do you have? I'm gonna. I'm gonna rattle off a few things that I generally look for. Do you have nails that are splitting? Are there? Are they flaky? Are your nails kind of flaky and flaking off. How's the color of them? Are your cuticles or where the skin meets the nail? Are your cuticles intact? or is there splitting and cracking around the, the nail? That's you know, not just a need for lotion, although if you are constantly washing your hands or sometimes in the winter when the air is dry, you know that's an environmental impact, not necessarily not necessarily nutritional related. Um, but that's kind of something to take note of if everything is good there, Um, that's an indication of something else. Do you see ridges on your nails? If you run your other finger over your fingernail, are there kind of bumpy ridges? Do you see white spots on your nails? Do you see little uh, half moons um, towards the cuticle of your nail? That's called your lunula. Do you see those or are you missing those? When you press on the nail itself, does the color return to normal relatively quickly or does it take a few seconds? Do you have any spooning of the nail where the ends of the nail kind of curve upwards instead of going straight or, or curving slightly downward? Do yours kind of go up? Do you have a bluish color to your nails or particularly to that lunula that I talked about, that little that little um, half moon? that's towards your cuticle? Is yours a bluish tone? What is the strength of your nails like? Um, If you pull up kind of slightly on the end of it, does it bend or, you know, are they really brittle feeling? What do you notice? Take a look at some of those things. If you have to rewind and and go through those again, that's okay. Um, But kind of take a look at what you notice. This is what I look for. All of this. Again just by having one or two noticeable things doesn't mean that you are guaranteed to have a nutritional deficiency. It's only one small piece of the puzzle but when you pair this information with other areas of your body that are examined like your eyes, your hair, your tongue and your skin as well as taking into account a food journal and a discussion around your food patterns you can see how commonalities can be discovered And that can lead you to understand the need to make certain food choice modifications. I don't want you to think that I have a white spot, I am completely deficient in something, I have to therefore get all the vitamins I can possibly get. No, that's not the point. Although it is really easy to go down that path and you start thinking that, ah, my nails split, I need to get all the things. Resist that urge to think that. It's just one piece of the puzzle. So I wanna run you through an example. As an example, I'm looking at my own nails right now. Now, what I see, I'm going to go through a few of the things that I see. I have no half moons or those lunulas towards my cuticles, which can be an indicator of zinc and protein insufficiency. We are supposed to have those little lunulas. I also have vertical ridging on my nails, which is seen a lot in mineral malabsorption, and specifically iron, zinc. Uh, protein vitamin a and vitamin b insufficiencies as well my nails are stronger now than they have been in the past and i um, i don't see any breaks to the skin around it which can normally signal a need for essential fatty acids i do have white a few of those white spots on my nails on a few nails that um, can either be from trauma to the nail, like if you bash your hand on something, you can sometimes get like a little scuff or a little white spot in there. That's, that's more trauma related. Um, that's not the case for me. I didn't bash my hand on anything. Um, but it can also be a sign of zinc and selenium and niacin insufficiency. Now again, that's just one area of the body, but you can see how some commonalities are starting to surface. I would also like I would also look at my skin, my hair, my eyes, my tongue to see what other signs I notice. I happen to know my own food intake and I know that in the past few weeks, I've not been getting enough protein and zinc. So these findings kind of make sense along that line. Now, coming out of pregnancy or coming out of breastfeeding a baby Um, you know I went through four of of those and each time my nails were the weakest part they were chipping they were brittle they were cracking they were very very it was very very obvious of a nutritional deficiency or insufficiency I should say Um, so again you kind of have to pay attention to what lifestyle things are happening right now and again, it is not diagnostic, but obviously somebody coming through a pregnancy or, or just nursing a baby or what have you, you will definitely see deficiencies because that you are depleted. Every, every, well, I shouldn't say every, most new moms are depleted of nutrients in some way. So that is something to just take note of. Does that mean you have to like pop a multivitamin every hour on the hour for the rest of your life? No, but that means that you really need to focus on good quality nutrient dense foods in addition to possible supplementation depending on what your doctor or your healthcare providers recommend for you. So again, my nails now looking at my own are stronger than they've been in the past when I came through pregnancies, but there still is a little bit of work there. And like I mentioned, your nails grow relatively quickly. So the turnover of this is more examples of maybe the last few weeks, the last month or so of your nutritional status. If you had one or two days of you know not getting enough food or getting poor quality food, it's not like it's necessarily going to make your nails weak overnight. But as the nails grow out, you can start to see some of that, especially if it's a pattern for you. Now for me personally, I will plan on getting more protein and zinc rich food because I'm seeing signs of that in other areas as well. So again, nails grow relatively fast. So in the next few weeks and beyond, as the nail grows out, new growth will come in. And with the right nutrients, the new growth can be improved and it can be healthier. And one thing I want to point out It's easy to kind of go through this exercise and just think, oh, okay, I'll just pop a zinc supplement and call it good. There are two things to think about when it comes to nutrients. One, are you physically getting enough? So the quantity. Are the quantities of the nutrients that your body needs being met daily? And again, that can change. If you happen to run a marathon one day and you sit on the couch the next, your nutrient requirements and needs are going to change. Then you also have to look at absorption. That is the second piece of the puzzle. Are you actually absorbing the nutrients that you're getting even with the right quantities or even if you're getting excess of certain nutrients? If you aren't able to actually absorb them, it doesn't matter. You're not getting them in the cell where the cell needs it. Nutrients need things like enzymes and cofactors and other nutrients to aid in absorption. And if you're deficient in those two, then absorption can be compromised. You can kind of start to see, hopefully it's a little bit clearer how if you're, say, give an example of vitamin D, vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin, as is vitamin A, D, E, K, all fat-soluble vitamins. If you are deficient in fatty acids, or you don't get enough fat in your diet in the right amounts, that can lead to malabsorption of fat-soluble vitamins. Another example is kind of a famous one is calcium. Calcium and vitamin D are two things that go hand in hand. So if you are deficient in vitamin D, you could ask yourself, are you also getting enough calcium? Also, vitamin K and magnesium are helpful for absorption of all of those. They all kind of, it's like a quad. They all kind of go together. But are you getting enough of those supportive nutrients to help aid in the nutrient that you may be deficient in? So kind of take a look at the bigger picture there. Also, the integrity of your intestines, which is where most absorption occurs, is super important. If your gut is inflamed or if there's a bacterial overgrowth or if you have dysbiosis that we've talked about in previous episodes, a dysbiosis meaning an imbalance in the good bacteria in your gut, that can impact absorption as well. It's basically like the foundation of your house. If the foundation of your house is cracked... You can't build a solid, strong house. If the foundation of your gut lining is impaired, it's not going to function how it should. It's not going to be able to absorb nutrients. That may have been a wonky example, but still, you kind of understand hopefully where I'm going with that. So there's more to it than just flooding your body with excessive amounts of nutrients that you think you might be deficient in. It's looking at the other layers that are also important. Now I know I blew through this quickly, but hopefully you got to see a little bit about how your body's symptoms always mean something. Sometimes it's easy, like something in the environment is irritating your skin or your eyes and you can just kind of get rid of that. And sometimes there are a few more layers to it, but you can absolutely use this as a piece to the puzzle. Now like I mentioned, this is one small part. It was just your fingernails. And we just discussed a few of the findings that it can mean. And I didn't even dive as deep as we could go. But if this is the type of thing that you're interested in learning more about so that you can keep an eye on your own nutrient status or maybe your family's symptoms and and their nutrient status, I'm putting together a workshop all around learning some of the common signs your body is showing you and what it can mean from a nutritional perspective. Again, it is not diagnostic part of the puzzle Just a tool that you can simply use. I'm putting this workshop together right now at the time of this recording, and it's something I will be offering if there's enough interest, though. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes to join the waitlist. Everyone on the waitlist will be notified when the workshop is ready, so you won't miss out on learning even more about nutrition focused physical exams and how to use it to bring up important questions with your doctor or simply to make tweaks in your diet. So click the link in the show notes to join the list and be notified when it is ready. I hope this was helpful for you and it at least helped you to see that even seemingly meaningless things like ridges on your fingernails can actually be a useful tool in your meal planning and with your food choices. Again, not meant to be a diagnostic tool. I'm not diagnosing myself with a protein deficiency. I'm simply noting that I need to get some more protein and zinc in my diet coming up, so that will be a guide for me to use as I'm planning out my family's meals. As always, if you are needing some further guidance with your own personal nutritional needs and questions that you may have, please set up a free 20-minute consultation where we can see if what I do is a good fit for your needs. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you for joining me today. Bye.